0: I, I know we talked about certainly like i got a first edition book of commandments which is most rare mormon book in the world and i same thing when that when i got that i didn't just like hey guys check it out like we had a family night and i i showed the pictures of the rollins sisters and they went and got the you know when the mobs were bringing down the the printing presses and they saved these these papers and like i showed the story and i showed them you know told the whole story behind it and then i was like why are we talking about this like so did you buy that book dad I'm Like here it is you know like But it gives them the moments that again, I just hope they remember those things when they get older because most of my kids now are teenagers and they're harder to impress for sure. But I'm hoping they remember those experiences so that someday they come back like, wow, like when they're uh, a singles ward adult or something, you know, or they're newlyweds and they're in a ward and they're hearing these stories and they're like, whoa, my dad's actually got one of those. I saw saw one of those when I was a kid, I had a chance to hold it, you know, and and I'm hoping that because I don't know about you, but a lot of the stuff that, you know, my teenage years were tough, but like the nostalgia and all those things is like, it means everything, like it's all your memories and the most important things, you know, like, and so I'm hoping that I'm stalling some of the things that, that someday they'll be like, look back and they'll be like, oh, like I experienced that. Like that's something that's, that's part of me.
1: It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It is a special episode. If you have listened to the Cultural Hall for any amount of time, you'll remember that back at episode number 595... We invited uh, my friend Russell Brunson in to talk about him, to talk about himself, and he made a brief mention when we chatted with him back those many episodes ago about a little passion project that he has going on. And well, it's starting to come into fruition. And I said, Russell, will you come? He said, yeah, you bet. Of course I will. And thus we begin. How are you, sir? (laughs) I'm doing amazing, man. So good to see you again. (laughs) It's great to see you too. Fun to uh, be able to visit. Uh, People will, I guess I can give a little... um, a little introduction if you know anything about funnel hacking or funnel hackers live or you know these marketing funnels that you hear so much about the reason why you hear so much about them is because of Russ. There are other people that' do, do it as well. But it is Russell Brunson who you know, a few years ago decided, hey, you know what? Let's make this available for everyone to be able to win and And you've literally helped what thousands of businesses be able to do.
0: And yeah, we have man, we have over hundred thousand people use clickfunnels. so it's it's in hundreds of thousands of people now, which is it's exciting <laughs> and and it that that's crazy to me just as you reflect
1: <laughs> on that, right? Like, oh, yeah. It's ridiculous, <laughs> like once upon a time, you're like, Hey, maybe this will be something that would help, and now it's literally hundreds of thousands of businesses, and yep. then exponentially, all the people's lives that you've been able to improve and and you know, grow and change, and people able to do their passions all just because you went, Yeah, oh, let's see if I can figure out this funnel thing. <laughs> this
0: funnel thing, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been crazy. I still remember the very first. Like, I got excited about this back, I mean, a year or two into college, I got excited by this I wanted to like, talk about it. So I did my first event I ever Did I put on, I did radio ads and I had people come to like a holiday in and I was like, I'm teaching about this cool thing. Oh yeah, you did. We, <laughs> didn't have, we didn't even call it funnels yet. We didn't have a name for it, like this cool marketing thing. And then uh, from all my work, two people showed up to the event yes. and I was like, oh, and so I like, I just like taught them, I served my face off and then they went home confused, I think. And then um, I was like, I should have probably quit at that point, but I was still so excited. I just kept going and going and. You know now, yeah, it's the the rest is history, I guess. But it's been a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: well, I I want to pick up some of that history. Obviously, I want to talk about the patch project while you're here. But it would have been very easily very easy for you to quit. And I think that some people, when they feel super passionate about something and it doesn't go the way that they think it should, they go, oh, and maybe God didn't want it to be that way, or you know, they they ascribe it to something else. But their passion is still within that thing. What do what do you think it was that allowed you to keep going or to? say oh no there's something more to this than just the two people at the holiday inn <laughs> which, by the way <laughs> i can just see that you're, you're being really optimistic you have like 300 300- oh yeah we've got all here. the seats
0: and everything like one guy's in the back of one guy's in the front i'm like i wish that <laughs> they'd both sit together <laughs> but um no i think it's it's interesting i think a lot of people say like oh well, it must not have meant to be and i looked at it from a different frame which is like i think god is trying to see if i really want this mm. right and it's like okay well um, you know, he gave me this desire and it's not going away. And so, um, maybe he's trying to see like, like, do I really value this? Is it really worth it to me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think God gives a lot of people the same ideas and he, you kind of sits back and like, let's see who's actually going to, you know, who's going to be a good steward of this idea. And, uh, and some people are, some aren't, and I haven't been in a lot of my ideas in my life, but for this one, whatever reason, it was just, it was like this burning passion. I kept going and going. And, um, I think, you know, I tell all my entrepreneurs, it's like, you have to find something you're so passionate about. You do it. Even if you didn't make money, cause the first year or two, you're not. Yeah. And so, um, and then eventually if you stick to it, like you get good enough that people actually show up in their care, but like, you're going to be bad at first. So you got to like get through that until like you become who you need to be to be able to serve the people you're supposed to serve, you know? So anyway,
1: <laughs> well, and I think that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about tonight, because you would not be in the position to pursue the passions that you have now had you not pursued the passions that you did back then. So tell tell everybody about this new this new <laughs> little bug that uh, that you've got and, and what's going on and how they're going to be able to enjoy it alongside you.
0: Yeah, well, I'll actually, so I don't know if I told you this part of the story yet, but initially actually happened my mission. So I served my mission in Jersey and one of the ladies we baptized out there, she was amazing, but she, her whole, like the way she made her money, she would go, uh, on eBay and she'd find Mormon books on eBay and then she would buy them. And then she'd go to desert book auctions back. I don't think those are still around, but she would go to desert book auctions and she'd flip them and she would just make money on the, on the spread. And so we go teach her lessons and she would have like 30 new books every single day showing up. And they're like the most fascinating, like these old books on cool things. And I remember one day she's like, the, like the book you want to get the best one is the first edition book of Mormon. And so she started telling me about these things. And, uh, and I was like, well, how much would that go for it? I remember she looked on eBay and this is back, you know, 20 years ago it was like, she found one was for selling eBay. And it was like, I think it was 80 or $90,000. And I was like, oh. like, that was more money that ever, you know, in a infinity years, even drunk was possible. Sure. And she's like, if I could buy that, I think I could sell for like 120,000 or something. And I was like, Oh, and so that's how like, that was like the seed was planted. But then like, you know, I'm a dumb teenage kid, go on a mission, get home, you know, I'm wrestling, met my wife, all sorts of stuff, start growing a business and somewhere like, I don't know, 15 years later, um, I don't even remember what, but I'm sitting there working on something and I'm bored or depressed or tired. I don't remember what it was, but I go to eBay and for some reason I'm like, I wonder if there's any first edition Book of Mormons. And so I type in first edition Book of Mormon. And sure enough, one pops up. And I was like, Oh, and I looked at it, I was like, huh. And then that started the thing. And so I'm like, is that a good deal? Is it real? Is it fake? Like all the questions I think most people have. And so I started messaging book dealers and uh met a whole bunch of people and found out, you know, what kind of what first edition book went for. And like, one of them was, I think it was like Brigham Young's. It was like a million and a half dollars. And there was another Ooh. one that was 600,000, 300 and a hundred thousand, 80,000. And like those different prices. And the one that was on eBay was like 30 something, 35,000 or, or something. And so awesome. Like first it was like, that's so expensive. And then I saw, you know, these other ones, I'm like, that doesn't seem that, that bad. I don't know how I justify things in my head, but then I was like, uh, all right. And so I just, I just, anyway, it was kind of funny. I I was Snapchatting at the time. But I pull a Snapchat down. In fact, on my Instagram, we'll talk about it later. But on my Instagram, you actually see the video of me buying the very first first edition. You'll see there's video of me like freaking out, buying it and like oh. And anyway. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I bought the first one I got. And I remember I got it and it showed up in the mail and it came this like clamshell. And like, I remember sitting off my kids and I told a story about the first edition of Book of Mormon and how it came apart, And we like, sh- you know, showed the Grandin building and the, the pictures of like, you know, them, them like placing the little the letters on the thing and then stamping with ink and then putting on the paper and then cutting it and I showed the whole thing. I told them like there's only five thousand copies ever made. There's only about 350 that are still in the you know left in the world. My kids are just like you know their eyes are this big and then I was like guess what? And I think Ellie, my daughter's pretty sharp. She's like, do you have one? I was like like, oh and it was just the coolest like it was just a special it was like a really cool special experience. So that was the first that was the first one. And that was the plan. I was only gonna that was it that was like a, a one thing.
1: That's when your yeah, wife is like, okay, pal, you bought it now, with this one time, yeah, we'll, we'll never allow again. it now, we'll tame it in, you know, we don't want to be the eccentric. Uh,
0: the- yeah. Don't be the crazy neighbor. Don't be. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> and then I became the crazy neighbor. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and then a couple years later, um, I met some people who, who sell books for a living. In fact, the first, the, um, John high was the very first guy who came over and he's like, I want to see your first edition. So I showed him, I was so scared. He was going to tell me it was fake or something. Cause I was like, it was way less than all the other ones. Maybe it's fake and he looked at it and he told me he's like he's like the cover's not an original cover and there's four pages missing but the rest of it 100% real and i'm like well like what is like what would it be worth and he's like it's worth about what you paid for and I'm like hey cool and then he pulls out um and i just we just did a video earlier but uh, he pulled out this other first edition that's amazing and uh he's like this is the perfect one and i was like whoa and then that day he sold me the first five editions and then he sold me a bunch of everything anyway i and then i started down the rabbit hole but that's how the whole the whole thing kind of started it, it's a it's a it's more
1: than just a collection which is what i appreciate right you could be the guy who's just like i want the these things for this reason and i'm going to just sort of tuck it away but you you not only experience it yourself there's the knowledge gained and the excitement and the testimony that's built on the experiences that you have with these things and the learning about these things some so that you don't buy something that's overpriced and and not but also you're learning about who these individuals were and and why this would be valuable and why this is rare and some of the stories that I would say the mainstream part of the church doesn't necessarily know about but then the experience of having your kids gathered around I'm not sure if it was a family home evening but I Similar to, if not a family home evening that you're like, hey guys, this is what it is. And people went out and they taught these and you're able to establish those moments with your kids and, and, and other people who have been able to, to hold and, and to, to feel and, and, and to touch them. And, and that, that's a whole different story that you keep touching these things. (laughs) (laughs) you know <laughs> normally you see the people in the white gloves and the very delicately you touch them, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but of course you are you know you you want to be able to experience it what as starting your collection what was the thing that made the difference that you were like i'm going to experience this collection as opposed to hide this collection away
0: yeah well um it's funny because after i bought it the same question i was like Do you, like you know i to touch those like they need to be in a glass box and stay away and i was like I was like, you know what? Like if I, if I destroy this thing, like, that's fine. Like my goal wasn't to buy it, to invest it, to flip it. Like, which a lot of people do, you know, like there's people that put them in a safety deposit box and wait for, cause the value on these things goes up really, really rapidly. I was like, I bought this for me and for my family to experience. And so it was a, I don't know, a few months after I bought it, maybe a year after I bought it. And I remember, um, I read the story about Parley P Pratt, how he read the entire book of Mormon in a day. And I was like, I want to do that with original coffee. And so I found out when his birthday was. So on am P Pratt's birthday. I like, I called it like Book of Mormon or probably P Pratt Day or something. I took work off for the whole day and um and I started like um I can't remember started at eight o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm gonna read for 24 hours straight. And um, I don't think it's possible that he actually read the whole thing in a day. I think that was a it had to be an exaggeration because I spent 18 hours and I got like a little bit past the middle of the Alma, and I was like, I I, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> and then I was like, I was walking around trying to, like, you know, I'm, I'm talking and reading out loud and trying everything in my power to keep awake, but it was um, but it was. It was that experience of like reading it, and it was just like oh, it was so cool. Like it just, um, you know. And, and we talked about this uh, earlier, but like it's not the, the first edition is not chapter and verse, you know. And so like when you read it, it's different. It's Like reading a novel, and you're flowing through all the, the pages. And so like it's just I experienced a different. I saw insights I'd never seen before, and like the spirit you felt was just um, it was palatable. Like it was ma- it was magic, right? And for me, like I, I talk about this like in the intro one of my podcasts, it talks about how like the reason I bought this is I wanted to make the Book of Mormon special to me again, right? And what's been fun is I've started to collect these books. Um, I have friends come over or people in our ward or different things. I I send them out. I tell the stories behind them. And like, you see their eyes light up. And like, all of a sudden, like these things become exciting again, you know? Like, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, you go to church and most of the people in the church at a given sacrament meeting are sound asleep or half asleep or they, you know? And like, do you not understand what's happening? We have the most exciting message in the world. We have these books that came from God that are like, and like people are just missing that and it's like I, like my thought was like if i can collect these and and i can show them and share them with people and like i can give people that experience again where it becomes live becomes real right like i think we've we've become so complacent i told my uh, my wife initially i'm like the reason i want this i'm like in our house there's a hundred book of mormons on every bookshelf and laying around and we don't care like they're not they're not special to us anymore <laughs> like this will make it special because it's it's you know and so um that's what the experience of why i'm doing it and like why i'm I'm not just hiding it in a safety deposit box either where i'm talking about on podcasts i'm showing videos of it like um you know i think i told you earlier i'm working we're building um like a twenty thousand square foot museum and event center thing to be able to display this and other things i'm collecting but to have in a way where people can come and they can also experience it with their families and their kids and um because you know most people like there's if you want to see first Edition book of more like where do you go yeah if you want to experience that there's not a place to to go and see these things you know what i mean um, and so, yeah, that's kind of some of the goals behind it.
1: Yeah you know, one one of the things that I love about it, uh, that being it, the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, is that because it you know was restored here in America, mm-hmm. you can go to the places. And for some reason, I mean, sure we can go to Jerusalem, but I think the amount of people that could make a trek to Ohio over Jerusalem, you could probably make it to Ohio a little easier, right? <laughs> um, but to be able to go and to stand in the places, I think. Makes a big difference too. It, I, you know, the the books make it tangible. The places make it so that I don't want to say that there's less faith because I think it's still just as much faith that's required. But it, but but it it almost allows you to have an experiential faith of like, yeah. you know, Joseph talks about uh, you know the the sunrise in Kirtland, and it's like, oh, I was there for a sunrise in Kirtland. Yeah. I know exactly you know what he's feeling about, or like. That God and Jesus appear on the, you know, the the altar there in in the Kirtland temple. And you can go to it and be like, oh, this is the very place. And I think the same thing too. When you when you hear the stories about, you know, these um elders leaving their family and taking just as many books as they can afford. And it was, if not the literal book that you have in your hand, something exactly like it that they were taking and toting and reading and preaching and you know, selling and all all the things, it just yeah. there it just seems to be like one, um, almost in my mind maybe one more evidence of its truthfulness. I don't know if that if that's exactly what I want to say, but I, but it it does make it that much more like, oh, this is a yeah. real thing,
0: for sure. It makes it tangible and it makes it. And there's just this, I don't know. And you talked about like going to sacred places, like it's sacred ground, like when. God appeared somewhere, like, the sacred, I remember after my mission, my mission was in Jersey, so we went up to, to Palmyra afterwards, and sitting in the sacred grove, and you're like, this is, this is, like, sacred holy ground, you know, it's the same thing this, like, this, like, we know the stories behind these books, we know what went into it, the sacrifice, and the things, and then, and then what was built because of them, like, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely something special about it, holding them, and touching them, and smelling them, you're just like, oh, like, the history behind it's really cool, so.
1: Do your kids get it? Do you think you said that you got some <laughs> some big eyes open and stuff like that? But do you think they get it, or are they just like, yeah, we kind of get it, Dad? And then as they're walking away, they're like, Dad's doing a thing. Dad's crazy. Kind
0: of thing. Well, <laughs> um, it's funny because like I think when they were younger, it was more exciting. When they get older, they're just like, oh yeah, my dad buys old books, and like, you know what I mean? Like it's it's hard to impress teenagers no matter what you do. I like, you could, you know, I've tried a lot of things. I'm like, how can I not impress these kids? It's so hard. <laughs> but I'm hoping that like they remember the experiences, right? And then they see them like every time we get it. A new one, um, you know, like some of these, these new ones I'm getting, I've sh- like we always, I, I bring them in, like, um, uh, I think I told, I, I know we talked about sort of like I got a first edition book of commandments, which is the most rare book in, in the uh, book, of, or most rare Mormon book in the world. And I, same thing with that, when I got that, I didn't just like, hey guys, check it out. Like we had a family night and I I showed the pictures of the Rollins sisters and they went and got the, you know, when the mobs were bringing down the the printing presses and they saved these, these papers and like, I showed the story and I showed them, you know, told the whole story behind it. And then I was like, why are we talking about this? They're like, did you buy that book, dad? <laughs> like, Here it is, you know, like, but it, it gives them the moments that again, um, I just hope they remember those things when they get older. Cause again, most of my kids now are teenagers and they're harder to impress for sure. But I'm hoping they remember those experiences so that someday they come back like, wow, like, you know, when they're, when they're uh, a singles ward adult or something, you know, or they're newlyweds and they're in a ward and they're hearing these stories and like, whoa, my dad's actually got one of those. I saw, I saw one of those one time. When I was a kid, I had a chance to, to hold it, you know, and, and I'm hoping that, cause I don't know about you, but a lot of the stuff that. You know, my teenage years were tough, but like the nostalgia and all from those things is like, mm-hmm. it means everything. Like it's all your memories and the most important things, you know, like, and so I'm hoping that I'm stalling some of those things that that someday they'll be like, look back and it'll be like, oh, like I experienced that. Like that's something that's, that's part of me. My friends, Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. Our lifetime service guarantee has become the most trusted warranty in the industry. You can get a brand new PC Laptops desktop computer, and they start at only $29 a month. Check us out at PCLaptops.com.
1: Best DJ in it's been a while since we've had a new one of these, and I apologize for that. It's because I've been so busy DJing events all over the country. Uh, but especially here in Utah, been able to do some great, uh, you know, weddings. I've done a, a prom or two for different listeners of the Cultural Hall. I love it when you uh, reach out to me at com, or uh, you can find the phone number online as well. I would love it if you say, hey, I heard about you on the Cultural Hall. Because maybe, just maybe, I give a Cultural Hall discount. Uh, all sorts of events. It doesn't have to be a, a wedding. It could be a community event. Maybe it's a ward or youth activity I'm doing one of those this summer. In fact, just lock the deal down on that. Uh, whatever it may be, if you need music to accompany your event or you just need a great MC, I would love to be able to help you out. You're simply going to need to go to Best DJ in Utah. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit Lennondesign.com. One of the things that I think is so great uh, uh, about you and about where this conversation is going to turn is you could very easily be like, yes, I've got all these books and I get (laughs) to hold them. And isn't this amazing (laughs) that I have this? And that's not the guy that you are. That isn't at all you know, how you are, who you are, you're, you're doing these things on Instagram where people can see the videos and be able to, to, you know, hear some of the stories, but, but there is an opportunity where people are going to actually be able to come and be able to touch, see, learn and all that. Tell me a little bit about this event that's coming up.
0: Yeah. So, um, after I started collecting all these again, like I was showing friends and ward members and family members, and it was just like, like, I want to show more people, like, like I saw the experiences they were having, so. The next days, is I'm an internet nerd to those who don't know my background, but I, I set up an Instagram channel. And so I just like each day I would post like a picture telling the story or a video telling the story of one of them. And I started doing that. And I've got, you know, I've got enough books that I've collected now in the last couple of years that, you know, the channel will go long for a long, long time. I got so much stuff to share. And every time I share the stories, people are like, this is amazing. They're inviting their friends and people in their ward. Now like more and more people are coming to it. And I was like, oh, I want to do an event and I want to show, I want to show all these things off so people can come and actually experience it. Right. And so uh, we decided um, I'm putting together kind of, it's kind of a challenge because like if I put it out there like, Hey, come to an event in Boise, I, I would need a, I don't know, I need a baseball stadium or something to be able to hold everyone. Right. So <laughs> we want to do something cool. So we're doing like a challenge. Um, and the challenge is free. So like, I'm not making money off this. This is not some marketing scheme. This is just, um, something I think will be a lot of fun. And so the challenge is free. Um, you can go and you can sign up for, it. you put your email address in at, um, book and uh, it puts you into a drawing and, uh, and then what we did is two things. Um, uh, again, I, you can't see me here because we're on audio, but I've got a first edition Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, uh, Book of Commandments, and a first edition Emma Smith-Hymnal right here. Uh, but there's a guy that we met who actually makes replica copies of them. They look insanely good. They're some of the coolest things in the world. So I purchased one replica copy from them, and I'm trying to get five more. And so what we're going to do is everyone who goes to BookOfMormonSeekers.com and registers for the challenge uh, registers there, you get uh, a name and a drawing and we're gonna be drawing out names. We have a chance to actually, uh, win a replica set. So that's like one cool thing. And then the second thing is that, um, from everyone who enters the the challenge, depending how many seats we can get at a little event center, uh, we're going to be drawing names and you have a chance to actually come to Boise and come and see them live and have a chance to come and see. And we're going to do a whole fireside. I've got some really cool speakers and come in and tell the stories behind the books and where they came from and why they're important to our history. And, and then you have a chance to see them. And I have a couple of them. That I'll let you guys touch and smell and hold. And, and it'll make that just a really cool experience for those who want to come here to Boise. And then for those who can't make it to Boise, uh, we'll also be streaming it. So you can also experience this this virtual fireside or whatever we call it from home as well. And so um, that's what we're doing. It's like, again, a free thing. Um, but you have a chance to either win a replica set, a chance to win to come to Boise and like be in the room when it's happening. And like I said, everyone who registers will have a chance to come and uh, and watch it streaming as well. And it's just kind of a cool way, I think, to share this with more people and hopefully um, you know help with your testimony and help you to see just how how cool the stories are um of our history in these books and and um the stories they tell and and uh you know for me it's it's been one of the most powerful things to strengthen my testimony i think if we can do that for more people inside of our church there's so much negative talk amongst people it's like i want to like stimulate more positive stuff and i want to make it exciting because this is the most exciting thing in the world so you'll hear me doing my russell brunson type talking and i'm going <laughs> on about him because i want to get people fired up and pumped up because this is the most exciting message in the world and we should we should be excited by it so it'll be fun
1: and those replica sets, I mean, they're, they're, they're no, uh, small potatoes. They're, they're expensive in and of themselves. I mean, they're not, yeah. the they're
0: about a thousand dollars each replica set. So yeah, they're really nice to be nice for you to have with your family, sure. The kids having your bookshelf, like it, like you could do fire sites with the replica sets after you listen to my fire sites, your warden and like, you know, just to give people that same experience, keep passing along. Um, yeah. Cause they're, they're beautiful. Like I have a, co- I have a copy of myself and I just like, ah, oh, they're, they're, they're really, really cool.
1: And just to reiterate, it's not any sort of like he's going to try and make money off you. It's not any sort of MLM thing. And people really, I know it seems like we talk about this a lot, but people really will be like, wait, he's just doing it because he cares and is passionate about something. I don't believe it. Just passionate. (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. That really is all that it is. Uh, how long will people do you have like a date set for when you're planning on do this? Is it kind of
0: loosey? We're still feet? finalizing. Yeah. It'll probably okay. be, my guess is probably April ish. And so we'll have a couple months to kind of just get people involved and get, I want to spread the word. Cause again, if I do an event and there's a hundred people, that's cool. But if we can event, if we can get 10,000 people are watching it, like it's even better. Sure. Um, and so I want a couple months to kind of get the ball rolling get people to tell people about it. And um, yeah, so we'll have the final dates here on the site here in the next probably couple of days. And I got to finalize the speakers. I got some really cool people planned to come out and, and to kind of share and, um you should come and MC it do you want to come and be the MC for the whole I, thing i would be honored if yes, you did okay. that, i
1: would a thousand percent come up and do that all right so and got, i can even help you with is only ad- two
0: we know are speaking for sure and we we'll have other amazing people yeah. as well
1: <laughs> uh as i'm thinking about it i'm just thinking of some of the some just amazing amazing people that uh you know that could so let me let me throw this out as suggestions previous <laughs> guests of the cultural hall richard bushman would be amazing to be there mm-hmm. author of rough stone rolling to give the perspective on Joseph Smith and everything Ooh, like cool. that. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Carl Ricks Anderson, who is Mr. Kirtland, who knows mm-hmm. everything around that time. I think that that could be insane. These are this not be the greatest fireside in history of all time. <laughs> the, these are not confirmed. Everyone. I'm just thinking yeah. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, man, that, that would be, be just powerful. powerful and awesome. It's book of Mormon secrets.com. And the uh, handle
0: for Instagram, if people want to see the videos and everything like that is at, I just changed it today. So it's the book of Mormon challenge. So the book of Mormon, I had book of more secrets on there and people kept asking me some weird questions. So I'm like, I'm just gonna make it easier. So the book of Mormon challenge <laughs> is the Instagram handle. And again, I'm posting uh once twice a week, I'm posting pictures and stories and videos of just all the new things I'm actively collecting right now. So I get hit up five or six times a day with new stuff. So I'm always adding things to the collection. I'll just keep posting them there and telling the stories like today. Um, I posted one of the, do you know the elders. I didn't know so you what know the elders journals are. Uh, n- no, not off the top of my head. Tell me. Okay, you gotta check it out. There's only two copies on this planet and I okay. acquired one of them and I just posted it on Instagram today. So the Elder's journals was, uh, this is like pre- millennial star pre-everything joseph smith started a journal they only printed four uh editions of it each one 16 pages and he was the actual editor-in-chief on it usually it was like somebody else but he was the actual one doing the printing the editing all that kind of stuff and it's um all these apostles that they're going on missions like lorenzo snow's in there and all these people are like, going on these missions and they write back their letters and you compile them and then there's like these mission reports that are going out to people and so i posted the video of that today it's like it's only two in the world nobody's ever seen it like until today and i posted now there's like a video where everyone can see now and so like that's the kind of thing like these things that they almost all collectors they collect these things and they put them in a safety deposit box and yes mine are still locked away so that nobody comes and robs me like they're hidden but i'm pulling them out showing them and then re-hiding them but like they're there so you guys can see them and experience them and like um because they're like, some of those crazy amazing things in the world and it's like we should be talking about this we be sharing these things like they're so they're so cool so anyway there you go
1: <laughs> what about, uh, so how long then, as I'm thinking this, as I'm walking this out in my brain, uh, how long till you get that daguerreotype that came out last year? The one that they think, <laughs> or, have offers been made? Or are we going to get, <laughs> we don't even I, know who that is necessarily. Uh, if it's real, if it's yeah. real, I'm
0: in. we got to find that out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, just the, just to see the excitement. And and even if you're not being serious about having me become up an MC, I'll show up and it'll be just awkward outside of the event where it's like, like, uh, this guy. <laughs> like he says same. he's supposed to MC. I'm not sure what the deal is. Do you want me to take care of him? Uh, so exciting. It's Book of dot com or at the Book of Mormon challenge. On yep. Instagram, so you can be able to see the different videos that are being posted. Go like it, enter. Why not? Why wouldn't you? And especially where you're going, I know that you don't do anything half uh like that virtual thing for someone that you know can't make it to Boise for some reason. You know, the virtual thing is just going to be awesome. Oh yeah, because
0: it, it like you don't know my site, my 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 real life, my business that funds all this kind of crazy insane stuff. uh We have a whole event center in my office. We have events center, We have LED walls. Like it's it's a like, it's a I camera setup. Like it, it'll be like you're at it's like the greatest event center of all time. So like, if you're sitting at home, you'd be experiencing this thing. It's not like we're gonna have a zoom camera in the back of the chapel and you're kind of like, <laughs> look at, like you know, you'll, you'll be, we'll have camera guys up there. Like I have whole production teams. Like it'll be, it'll be legit. You'll, you'll, it'll be a faith learning experience, whether you're in Boise or you're uh, watching a stream in live. So it'll be amazing.
1: I, I love the idea of this one zoom camera in the back and the, every once in a while you hear this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's like how my word is out of yours. It's like, I can't even see the speaker who's up
1: there. <laughs> you're like, guys, guys, can we talk about maybe like a tithing exchange? I'll bring in my production company for a sacrament meeting. We'll just write this off for a <laughs> couple of years. cameras everywhere. It'll be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Other places do it. Uh, I, I digress. Uh, people need to go check it out, though. They definitely should. I would be curious to know, though, uh, if there is one um, either like testimony building moment or like faith promoting something or like a moment from when you've started this that you'd be willing to share something that you're like this was particularly special to me maybe something that you haven't shared uh that sort of
0: fuels this yeah um so it was after um uh the part of P Pratt day or maybe it was right during that time so um I did that and I started a podcast called um Book of Mormon Challenge if I still live you can go listen to it and um I was doing these different episodes and I think I did. I think it's seven or eight episodes. I'm having a lot of fun with it, but was also a lot of time. And I just, it was hard for me to keep up with all the other things I was doing. And so afterwards, I actually um, – I licensed Cleon Scows and, like, the him reading the Book of Mormon, which is, like, the coolest thing in the world, and doing his commentary. And so most of the podcast now is, like, those episodes. But I did, like, seven or eight episodes, and I kind of forgot about it for a year or two. Um, and then I had a friend message me, and um, – and, uh, again, I, I – you, you know how these things are like you you're you're amazing doing this you're out there talking about the church and you're a podcast you're interviewing people but you don't know like most of the time what's happening on the back side of it and, and when my friends came to me and she had tears in her eyes uh, she messaged me and uh, we started talking like this and she um she's like just you know um uh, my uh my daughter was dating somebody who's not a member and we kept trying to explain the church and they were confused and he you know kind of fought against it and she's like so they sat down and listened to your first seven or eight podcast episodes and that explained it well enough where he was like, okay, I'm in. And then the, he went and got baptized and didn't tell me that during the head time. But then she was messaging me because they were just getting sealed in the temple a year later. Oh, wow. And, um, and I was like, whoa, like, you know, I, I served a mission for two years, knocking doors like crazy. And, and, um, you know, and the fruits of that, I don't know, like that, you know, um, and this one was just like, well, I bought a book and I talked about it and I shared it with people. And because of that, there somebody joined the church, somebody, the celestial marriage, like. Like, that's amazing. So I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to come from all this, but I know that, like, by me hiding it, it doesn't do anything. So by me sharing it, like, if we get one more person, like, duh, that'd be insane, right? Like, <laughs> and if it helps even more people or someone who's in the church who's struggling and, like, they see this and hear me talking about, like, why this is so important, why it's exciting, why someone, I get people all the time that message me on Instagram or social media and they're like, Russ, like, it's so cool to see someone who's gotten to your level and making all this money and they're still, like, true to their faith. I'm like, well, because it's true. Like, you guys understand? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, It'd be much easier if it wasn't, but I believe it, and it is true. And so therefore I'm going to, you know, and like, if, if there's one person who's wavering who like, because they see how excited I am about this and passionate about I am that they, they, instead of turning away and like listening to the voices, there's so many voices pulling away instead of pulling away, they decided to, to lean in like, they'd be worth it. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of why. So hopefully, yeah, that's what, that's what spurred me on to, to re kind of pick this up was just like learning that. I was like, wow, this is, that's cool. I don't know as as we record
1: this in near february uh i would be curious to know what is the thing that is out there now cuz you've got the most rare book and you've got the second most rare book and you've got the third fourth and fifth most rare book is there something that uh, that you're like oh this is i got my eyes open for this or people are sending me these and i haven't quite pulled the trigger yet is there something like that
0: yeah. <laughs> so my first, my first thing was trying to get one of each of the things, you know, the, the core, the core things you'd want in a collection, but now the next one's upgrading. So it's like, I've got a couple first in Book of Mormons, but right now there's, there's other ones out there. There's ones that are signed by different apostles and prophets. And so it's like, excuse me, it's like upgrading, you know, upgrading the ones you have to like the ones that are, you know, that's kind of one thing, but also it's like, I told you, I'm building this event center and a museum that's going to be showing this. And I also collect books and other genres and things I'm, pers- I'm passionate. So the, the museum will have all those kind of things, but, um, now I'm trying to collect other things that'll, that'll be cool in the museum, right? Like I found some, um, I, I bought some, some like stones from, um, uh, from the Kirtland, uh, I can Kirtland and Temple. Some of the old um, stones from it. i found some stones from like the salt lake temple and like things like that um i know there's people that own like sunstones and moonstones and other things like that like those kind of things i'm trying to find because they'd be really cool to be able to have and just you know just things like that i don't know there's yeah and i've been hit up it's funny now because i hit up with all sorts of stuff like some things like a lot of people have like clothing from different church people but that's that one always seems weird to me like i don't like clothes but like the <laughs> books and like stuff that could be like into the architecture of the the building we're trying to build so when people come they have just even a cooler experience so, i don't know there's just It's. I'm finding now though, like the more you get into it, more stuff shows up. There's just a lot of cool stuff that that you don't know about till people show you. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. That if you're not healthy enough to listen this week, that you'll be healthy enough to listen next week, and that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. Remember all of the show notes about the different things that we talked about, the links that you need to click on—they are available for you to click on. Um, we uh, let's uh, in the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites podcast—we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the Cultural Hall. Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat. On
0: the back row, we really gotta go on the Cultural Hall show.